Hey guys, just wanted to let you know quick that RW Coolidge is having a Black Friday sale and it's going through December 3rd. It's on their website. Go check it out now. Hey guys, I'm Joey Vassallo. Welcome to this week's podcast of the Midwest Flyways podcast. Carter always wants me to clap into the freaking mic. So I'm clapping in the mic. It is interesting the way, like you have such a unique way of doing it. It's like well, because when, when you do it, you're up here and you can't even hear it. True. So, so I step away from the mic. That's good. And clap. So if you guys are pissed off about that, wait till you're pissed off about this. They are trying to change three names of waterfowl. Do you hear about this? Uh-uh. Mm-hmm. They're trying to change the Ross Goose, the Stellar oh, yeah, I did hear about this. And the Barrows Goldeneye. Yeah, I didn't read it, though. And do you know why they're trying to change it? No, why? Because all three of those geese were named off of people who studied them for a really long time. They're like, oh, Ross, you know, last name Ross, Studied the Ross Goose for 28 years. Let's name it after him. Yeah. And because their lineage goes back to having slaves and being racist, they want to change those three waterfowl names. How stupid is Barrow's that? Barrow's Goldeneye? Barrow's, Stellar's Eider, Ross Goose. They want to change the names. Wow. So stupid. I guess my question would be like, who figured that out? Some, some spent, liberal. Some liberal. But like, what was the initiative? Like, how, where do you start with that? Is somebody like, hey, find out why every <laughs> bird is called the way that it is. Right. You know what I mean? I don't know. I mean, technically, you could go all the way back to when all the animals are named. Just be like, oh, well, we trace their lineage back to slaves. Congratulations. Every animal will be traced back to slaves then. So stupid. So stupid. Yeah. And like no one, like think about how many other animals in history have been changed. How far along the like route of change are we talking that we are, by the way? Hmm? I've seen a lot of articles about I it. I mean, like, is this like maybe they're gonna and there's gonna be a vote or like <clears throat> they have already agreed? Like who's who's who even names or decides the name of these things? Obviously the researchers. But Split Read had a post about it, and I'll read it real quick. It's it's literally the dumbest shit I've ever heard. It's like, leave it alone, dude. Uh, on uh, Delta Waterfall, the American Ornithologi- Ornithological Society plans in 2024 to begin renaming up to 80 bird species, including the Ross Goose, Barrow's Golden Eye, and Stellar's Eider. Up to how many? 80. 80? 80. 80. They're going to rename 80 birds? That's what they're saying. Who, what group was this? <clears throat> the American Ornithological Society. Huh. North American birds that were named after people will be given new monikers. That's the title of the article on Delta Waterfowl. So is all names of birds who are named after anybody or just people they trace back to the lineage of slave ownership? I'm guessing it's anybody because you could honestly do that for every species of bird. They pointed out uh, the long-tailed duck was renamed in 2000 to shed a racially offensive name. They don't say what the name was, but they say they were pointing it out. It has been done in the past. It was the long tail. Now it's called an old squaw. No, I think they're called long tails now. Old squaw might be the racist name. I don't know. It's at the bottom of that Delta Waterfall article. 
Where'd you oh. find that on? Uh, this is crazy. You find it on uh, their Instagram or what? No, I just searched up Barrels Goldeneye name change. Yeah, bro. Squaw. Old Squaw. Is an Indian name or something? Yeah, the term squaw is considered universally offensive by indigenous peoples in America and Canada due to its use for hundreds of years. In derogatory context, that demeans Native American women. So they removed that one too. Yeah, I don't know. The, here's the craziest part, right? Like, the reality of it is, I had no idea. I don't know what the context of an old, you know, if you tell me like, oh, we shot an old squaw, I wouldn't be like, hmm. Wonder where that name came from. I would just be like, wow, it's called an old squaw. Yeah, but if you're talking to a Native American woman, then she might be offended. Right. I don't know. Yeah. Ridiculous. Well, I mean, like, I don't know. That's the thing. Yeah. I would have never known that. And I don't think anyone else would either. Like a Barrow's Golden Eye, honestly, and this might sound, maybe I'm like, I should have, I should have known. But like, I didn't know there was a guy or a girl a woman or a man with the last name of Barrow, and that's why it's called the Barrow's Golden Eye. I didn't know that. I mean, you assume, but a lot of the time those names, too, like, they come from places, right? So, like, I don't know if there's, like, a Barrow's Point where these, you know, Golden Eye, you know what I mean? Like, in the history yeah. of it and whatever. Like, I don't know the depths of what that name came from, but I don't ever really question it. You know, whenever you, like, go to a lake, you know how many different lake names there are? And you're never, like... Oh, that lake. I wonder why it's named that, you know? Mm-hmm. You just go to that lake. You're like, yeah, it's Lake Anderson. You're never like, I wonder which guy was named Anderson that this lake is named after. I've actually thought that a lot. Are you serious? Yeah. Have you thought that, though, about, like, why a bird is named something? No, not birds, but, like, lakes. It's like, what guy built the first house on here was like, name it after my name, you know? Yeah. That's how I've always thought about that. It's, all fu- it's funny, too, because, like, so your mind goes to that. And then my mind's like, I wonder who got here before somebody lived here and then named this lake. Because it's like, even if a guy just moves onto a lake, how does that catch on? Like, does he go to the DNR and he's like, this is Johnson Lake, actually. And they're like, right. well, sir, we've got it marked down as Well, they usually go to the county and they petition for the name. It's trippy. Because I just, had, do the that, talk. Huh? I just had the talk with Jeff about it. I'm like, why does this pond not have a name? He goes, actually, it's had three names, but now it has no names. No name. I'm like, huh, he named off the lake name and whatever. Yeah. But I the whole, the whole thing is just like, stop being so worried if people are going to be offended about stuff. At what point do you stop? Just if that's what our tax dollars are going towards, you know, if that's what our, our money that we give to Delta Waterfowl and Ducks Unlimited and like all these nonprofits, if that's what that's going to, well... We got to spend hundred grand this year to rename these three birds. Why? <laughs> you know, I don't know how much they're going to spend on it, but it's obviously taking up a forty-hour work week for someone. So their yeah. salary is going well, towards it's it. The Why are or, we spending money on it? Ornithological society. That's sure. who's getting paid. For. Sh- I mean, because Delta and them, they don't. You know, they so don't. So is that tax dollars? The, I don't know. That's what I was literally going to ask earlier. That's why I said to Carter, "What's the group? Is that a group that's funded by the government?" I don't know. I'm sure. I'm betting, Jamie. Ornithological Looking Society, are they funded by the government? Give me a second. Keep talking. All right. I mean, to me, that was my first question because it's like, now I'm just <laughs> going to be pissed, honestly, if Carter comes back and he's like, oh, yeah, they're 100% government funded. And I'm going to be like, right. sick, dude. 
It's you know? stupid. I just like leave it alone, dude. It's been like that. The Stellar Zyder was from the 1800s. It's like just leave it. Yeah, they're changing football team names. They're changing bird names, dude. God, leave it alone. Just let us live. It doesn't yeah, appear I mean, that it's funded by the government. Okay, good. good. Well, I wonder who it is funded by. Because then, cause then the question's like, who says you say that's the truth? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, to me, it's like, what? Your society decided the name has changed and everybody else said no? But I, I don't know. And Joey, you obviously turned this political, you know, but I well, mean. What else is it? Well, I'm just saying like outside of birds, you know, you've gone to like other things now, you know, you're mentioning other stuff that we're renaming and like the reality of it is right. Like it just depends on what the context is, right? Cause like you've got to look at it from a perspective too of like, if you own a football team or you are buying a football team, it's a billion multi-billion dollar business. It's not worth the juice you squeeze if in any way it is upsetting, you know what I mean? From just a, just a bottom line perspective, like the Washington Redskins Mm. renaming their team, dude, like this is a business decision. This isn't because you know what I mean? Like 1% made noise. This is a business decision. Like I get it. You you have to change the name. Yeah. Go woke or go broke. It doesn't matter. It's like, that's what you're doing. Yeah. They don't want to be boycotted. You don't think the NFL was like, Hey bud, should change the name. I don't know. You don't think I don't know any pressure. I don't know how the name. I'm sure there was pressure. Mm-hmm. Like I, I'm just saying, I don't know, so I'm not going to speak to it. But but we can assume. Well, yeah, we. Can, I mean, we can definitely assume that people wanted the name change. I mean, there was people petitioning for how the many people. <laughs> how many you know? people do you think were like, hey, that bird is named after that guy, and that guy, and that was a bad and guy. This is where I mean, there's a big difference. And renaming the Washington Redskins and renaming the Stellar, you know, the the right. Barrow's Golden Eye, and and the thing is, that's why I asked who was like, let's find out where, how all these birds got their names. It's that's just just such a crazy amount of time you've wasted. It's so upsetting when you go on the internet and you see videos of people being like, "How do you feel about the Washington Redskins having their name change?" And they're asking Native Americans. They're like, "Stupid, why?" No one's offended by that. No Native American is offended by that. That's not And true. then they ask people, like, this is what people are saying. Oh, sure. Native Americans sure, are saying. Sure, sure. And then they ask a white person, they're like, yeah, it is so offensive. It is this, it is that. And it's like, but there's no one doing that for birds. <laughs> That's the dumb part. It's like, goodness gracious. A guy goes out on the street with a sombrero, and he asks people, he's like, do you find my getup um, offensive? All the white people are like, yes. Yes, very offensive. And then he goes up and talks to Latin Americans, and they're like, no, I love it. Dude, Sick. like, I, I'm on board with you in a sense, but at the same time, like, it's tough for me to think every interaction that, because it's a video, like, it's edited. I don't know what really happened right. that day. I don't know if there was 10 people that were upset by it, but he just didn't show them. I have no idea. Sure. I can tell you there were definitely Native Americans upset that the Redskins were named the Redskins, you know? For sure. I'm not saying every every single one of them was, right. but 100%. Some people were. Now, that said, though, I don't know of anyone who's upset without digging to be upset <laughs> that I don't think you'd find a, a single Goldeneye article. is named Barrow's Goldeneye. Right. It's not because 
there was a big outcry and there was like, you know, a bunch of people. This is like somebody that was like, I'm going to spend my next year figuring out how many of these names are racist. Mm-hmm. That's what it was. It's dumb, dude. Stupid. It's dumb. I mean, I've always known the long tail duck as old squaw. Yeah. And when I went hunting for him, they called it an old squaw. Yeah. You know, it's just, it's always going to be known as that. If a name, if a name is, is racist or it's bad and we will know, you know, you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. if it's Barrow's Golden Eye and I don't even know why it's called Barrow's Golden Eye, if it's a place You're not or a bad a thing person. Or, You're not a bad person for calling it I just it don't, that, yeah. I don't know. It's just mm-hmm. a Barrow's Golden Eye, dude. It's a bird. It's just what happened. It is what it is. You know? We could just, why, why is it a Golden Eye? Yeah. So anyway. So it's, it's not a government- Funded deal, you said? Not from what I can find. Oh. Hey, man. If that's what they want to spend their money on, then go ahead. You no. can donate to them if you want. Ooh, out. <laughs> I am out on that. Yeah, well, you know, quick donation. But yeah. anyway. No big deal. Guys, this podcast is brought to you by Outlaw. And let me tell you something about Outlaw. I can't drink any other beer anymore. And that is so weird to say. It all tastes bad, and it gives me heartburn. And this beer actually has flavor, and it's 4.2% ABV, which means alcohol blood velocity, you know? That's exactly what it (laughs) means, yeah. I actually forget. But all I have to say is that it tastes amazing. It's out of Colorado. (laughs) It's in a lot of states, except for Minnesota. So if it's in your state, you're very lucky. Go check it out. Illinois, for sure. It's in a lot of states. We're not going to name them all off, but it's pretty great. You guys go check it out. Absolutely. Alcohol by volume, by the way. There you go. Good job. Thank you, Carter. (laughs) Oh, and one more thing, by the way. Thank you. Yeah. (laughs) I love it. Uh, Another thing I saw, by the way, thanks for the intro music, Carter. Appreciate it. Yep. 15 minutes in. Thanks for doing your job, bud. Really, really good work. It's really good. It's a really Um, good job. (laughs) I saw that they're saying that this year we had way less waterfowl sales, or we've had way less waterfowl stamp sales again. Mm -hmm. And now the whole idea here, what they're going with, is that hunters are aging out. Hmm. Saying that's like, this is a big article. Duluth News Tribune, Delta Waterfowl. Yeah, saying that guys are aging out of duck hunting, and that's why we're seeing a big drop, whether we've been seeing a drop, whatever. Hmm. What do you think about that? I mean, in what context? Don't you feel like there's a lot of young guys hunting right now? Yeah. Yeah, I do. I, I've never understood them saying that sales have dropped and whatever. I don't. I don't know. I think there's just a lot of people, especially in Minnesota, that there's eight guys at every boat launch, you know? Very rarely is what Saturday morning happened where we didn't see a single person on that lake. And there's still someone hunting on the lake. Yeah. You know? Most nights when you're scouting, there's two or three other trucks in your area, too, scouting the same spot. At least where I'm from. Right. But. Right. No, I haven't really noticed a decline. And I'm not just going off of social media, either. I'm going off of in Minnesota. Mm-hmm. Every time you go to the diner, there's always someone with camo on. You ask them how they did that morning. Ah, uh, you know, 
there's always someone there who hunted that morning. Mm-hmm. Always. And maybe back in the day it was jam-packed full of hunters. I don't know. But <coughs> I'd love to see it not affect my hunting. That'd be yeah. pretty cool. That'd be really cool. <laughs> it's it's just crazy to me because I, I feel like in my head, you know, we keep hearing all these different reasons for why it's declining. And then I'm like, damn, this seems like there's a lot of fucking guys out here, though, bro. Mm-hmm. Not going to lie. Just keep seeing a lot of dudes. Uh, also... Wanted to ask you guys, have you seen a single bird with avian flu this year? I haven't. Nope. Something I was thinking about the other day, because last year we saw a bunch of it. Shitload. And they're still really concerned about it, and I had been seeing articles coming out, people urging people to take a lot of precaution with avian flu this year, but I haven't seen a single bird with avian flu. And I don't think we saw any in Canada either. Mm-mm. And didn't weren't people seeing them pretty bad in Canada last year? Oh yeah, yeah. But no, I, someone told me earlier this year they saw quite a few. Max Barta has this year. Yeah, really. Max Barta's seen quite a few this year. That's kind of so. Crazy. I think it's just they're not in the Midwest. I think wow. they're more on the Western Pacific Flyway, Central Flyway. So kind of crazy. I was just. In my head, I was like, I don't think I can recall seeing any this year, but I feel like we saw a lot last year. That was just weird. It kept getting weirder and weirder. Remember, we saw that blue-eyed goose in mm-hmm. Montana. Yep. Did you see anything else? Have you guys seen another bird with a blue eye? Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah, I saw a couple. And that was all avian flu stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, all the ones that I saw with the blue eye had avian flu. Where did so. you see the other blue eyes? Uh, Nebraska. So, Damn. when did we go to Montana last year? January. January? Yeah. Yeah, so the first ones that I saw were at in Nebraska on the river. We saw eight in one day. Not blue, blue eyes? Not blue oh. eyes. We saw two with blue eyes on the river. But, no, we saw We killed eight geese that day, and they were all sick. Every single one of them. Mm. It was tough. It was, really, it was really gross, and with my baby there and my wife there i was very concerned with like touching him and yeah blech, it was gross yeah dude uh i was gonna ask you too riley never got sick or anything from blue green algae no no i mean we would have known within an hour if she got sick yeah we would have gotten we would have known immediately and then how do you know if it's like because the thing is like some of that stuff looks like it's blue green anyway <laughs> but then it's not blue green algae like, what is blue-green algae specifically, or how can you, like, <clears throat> is there a way to distinctively tell if it's blue-green algae? It's blue and green. <laughs> understand that. that it, was, like, that you was saw it at that, at that lake we were at? Yeah. It was, like, neon-looking color? Yeah. That's how you know. So, even though Riley had that water in and around her mouth, she didn't get sick, though? No. I mean, it's too cold. The algae, like, the, it was like what Tori was saying, the... The algae that is dangerous, like, thrives in warm water. And if the water's cold, it can't thrive, so it's just dead. The bacteria is dead. Mm. I wasn't super worried about it. I'm not going to be like, yeah, have a drink. You right. know, but if she's going to retrieve a bird in 33 degrees, whatever that was, I'm not worried about it. Yeah. It was probably, like, 40. I think it was, like, 40, 40 degrees. Yeah. But, no, I and plus, honestly, dude, at the end of the day, it's, like, she's 11 years old. Like, if she were to pass away from that, 
so be it. I can't stop her from getting that in her mouth. You well, know, you can not I'm also her there. Well, I'm not going to walk two miles back to the truck and put her away when I know there's a very, very low chance she would get sick from it. So I wasn't worried about it. Yeah. But if she died duck hunting, pretty good way to go. You know? Yeah. I started thinking about that more. <clears throat> really? Yeah. Just like how is my dog going to die and how quick is it going to be? And Yeah, it's, she's it's messed 11? up. 11? She's 11. Yeah. Yeah, I got her in October of 2013, and she was nine months old, so she's over 11. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. Trippy. Yeah, uh, this is her last season hunting? I don't know. I mean, she's still got a lot of energy, man. She's still got a lot of energy. She's doing a lot of fuck yous, where she'll just, like, she'll see the bird clear as day, like, on yeah. Saturday. Just, like, whine, swim around in a circle, not go get it, and it's like... It's the funniest, too, because then we take the boat to go get a duck, and then she'll swim across the whole lake. All the way to us in the boat. So annoying, Carter. Literally, it was, dude, crazy. And it's insane, too, because she'll get out there, and you're like, if you're out there a minute, dude, she she swam, like, so far. Yeah, further than you would ever send a dog to, to get a duck. 300 yards? Yeah. Damn. Swimming after us, and then she gets, like, dang near up to the boat, you know? I mean, she's like, it's crazy. I was like, should we bring her in the boat? I was like, absolutely not. (laughs) Yeah. Make her swim back. I kept telling her to go back, and she's just like, I'm coming to you. It's like, no, dude. You're not going to swim 30 yards of that duck? Yeah. But when I have to go out and get the boat to go get the other one that's crippled way over there, you're going to swim all the way out there? I don't think so. She wants a challenge. Apparently. Apparently, she's an Olympic swimmer. Yeah. Yeah. No, probably one of the funniest stories ever was 2017 family reunion out of the cabin, and the lake is a mile, mile and a quarter wide. It's like a mile and a half in certain spots, and uh, Riley would run across the the shoreline as we're bow fishing the lake, and all of a sudden, she's just there, and we're like two and a half miles from camp. It's like, what are you doing? She just can't. She has such bad anxiety with me leaving. And uh, I told my aunt, I was like, put the thing in the beach, tie her up, but have her close to the water in case she, because it was hot as shit. It's like, just have her close to the water so that she can drink. She's like trying to pull the chain and go, 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 go. And then uh, finally, we're all like getting drunk on the lake. And uh, someone goes, what is that? Dude, we are well past a half a mile. Like, well past. And someone's like, I think that's Riley. And we have, like, three boats tied up in the middle of the lake. And uh, they're like, Riley, Riley, <laughs> Riley. Everyone's just, like, cheering her on. She swam clear over half a mile to get out to the boat. Awesome. Just a psychopath. Bro, You, that's crazy. But you know what's really crazy? Me and Joey went on this canoe trip. Bro, fabled canoe trip. I'm not lying to you. That dog ran 10 miles that day <laughs> on the riverbank on her own accord. <laughs> she wanted to. Yeah. She's getting all whiny in the boat. Getting whiny. She wanted to get out. So we let her out. She starts taking off. And I'm like, should we, do we need to go? And Joey's like, don't just start paddling. 
<laughs> so, bro, we paddled, and she literally ran and frolicked along shoreline for, like, a stretch of 10 miles. Yeah. It was an 11-mile canoe ride, and we tipped in the first mile. And yep. uh, <laughs> then she's just being a bitch. I was like, oh, my God, get out. So we let her out, and then she's just down the shore. I'm like, oh, God. Crazy. So we just... We just keep going. <laughs> Craziest part is, so then she finally does get in the water, kind of a slower area. She's swimming, trying to keep up with us. And she must have swam, like, for sure half to three quarters of a mile. And she, <clears throat> whatever, she gets up to the boat. She had been swimming for a long time. Remember how <laughs> fucked up she was? Fucked up. Yeah, remember you put her in the boat and she was cramping everywhere and she was like oh. all messed up and like yeah. she was whining and crying like crazy and you were trying to rub her legs down and shit. Yeah. Yeah, I'm bro. blacked out drunk. Oh, yeah. Joey was <laughs> absolutely obliterated. Dude. We've told this on the podcast. Yeah. Right? yeah. yeah. But anyway, yeah. Um, Bud Light Platinum. It was insane though, dude. Yeah, I mean his daughter, <laughs> when she got in the boat, Joey was like, it was like an athlete was in the back. Like she was like not good. <laughs> She had run too long and swam too long, but it was crazy. I couldn't believe the endurance. Yeah, she's a psycho. Yeah, she's absolutely a psychopath. Love to miss the shit out of her. Yeah, no, me too. And then I'm not at the same time. You know, we, uh, dude, seriously, this dog's anxiety is unbelievable. She can get out of any kennel. Doesn't matter if it's a gunner kennel, lucky duck kennel. She can literally get out of any kennel. Yeah. She smashed her head into the kennel upstairs probably a hundred times. There's blood all over the kennel. Wild. And she found a way. Like, you have these extra little locks that you can put up. She somehow got through the lock. So she was, like, biting the lock. It's like a big J like this. She bit the lock with her teeth, and you can see blood all over the kennel door because she was just like. (laughs) And then she just rammed her head into it probably a hundred times. Got out of the kennel. Unbelievable. I would have to ratchet strap the doors twice, like around the whole kennel, to keep her in there. No way. She's a fucking asshole. I didn't know she did that. Yeah. No, this was last week. The and Lucky then, Duck kennel? Yeah. Yep. Just obliterated it. Yeah. It's not broken or anything, but she just like, if she wants to get out of a kennel, dude, she will. Remember when we locked her in the, the barn? At the cabin? Were you here for that yeah, weekend? Yeah, she dug Yeah, out. Carter, we locked her in the barn. And, like, we went out, um, we set up on a coyote spot. Mm. Locked her in the barn. And we were gone, oh. I don't know, three hours. And it's a gravel floor. She dug a hole under the barn door. <laughs> oh, yeah, it was like bro. a three-foot hole. <laughs> yeah, dude. A three-foot like, hole. Like, it must have taken her hours, dude. Dude, this is compacted. <laughs> this is compacted no, no, class five. That's the thing. It, this... <laughs> It literally is crushed gravel. Like it's not. Yeah. It's not even like. It's not dirt. Yeah. It's not dirt. No. Like you could never do that. Yeah. Like, like <laughs> there was a there was a giant badger hole <laughs> under the door. That's she was awesome. able. No, she's a bitch. <laughs> so we, annoying. We came back. She was sitting outside, bro. I'm like, she was at what? the top of the hill. I'm like, oh, oh yeah. <laughs> how did you get out? The one thing she can't get out of is this basement. But when you open up the handle to go upstairs, feel it. <laughs> Dude, she she knows how to operate a handle, a door handle. She crushed the door handle, the brass handle. Is that what that is? is? Yeah. With her mouth? Yeah. The dent is from Riley? Yeah, from her teeth, trying to open the door. Is that what the front door dents used to be from? 
Mm, no. I don't know about that one, but all I know is this one. I was like, I opened up the door and I'm like, what in the hell? The entire first two steps are just covered in water. I'm like, what is going on here? It's from her drool and like anxiety of drooling and like trying to like knob the door. An asshole. So now I got to replace the doorknob before I move out of here. It's unbelievable. There was so much drool that you thought there was water yeah. on the top two. Steps. No, my my sock was soaked, soaked, so gross. It's insane. That's like I'm not gonna miss that shit. People are like, oh, but that's so cool. Like, no, it is not cool, dude. That is way too much. It's like a stage five clinger girlfriend. I can't. Where are you going? To the bathroom. I'll miss you. Okay. Get out. <laughs> Miss me from afar. But that. Unbelievable. Damn. So Yeah. Yeah. That's crazy. Let me know if your dog is like that too, because mine is just too much. Whereas Hank could give a fuck. Go and visit him at the trainer. He comes back this next week. Go and visit him at the trainer, Carter. Didn't even pay me more than three seconds. <laughs> he was gone for two weeks. I've had him for over a year. Giving him so much love, you know. And I go there after two weeks of him being there, and he's just like, and then runs away. <laughs> he's just smelling everything <laughs> in the yard. And I'm like, Hank, Hank, come here, come here. I'm like, come here. Everywhere but me. I'm like, fuck. <laughs> All right. Chop liver. Cool. Yeah, that's crazy. Got the best of both worlds. One who I cares way too much, and one who doesn't give a fuck. Yeah. <laughs> God, but anyway, guys, this podcast is also also brought to you by R.W. Coolidge. They have these awesome bottle opener koozies. They're badass. It's kind of like a little shuriken. You can just chuck it at it's people. Throwing star, little throwing stars. Just yeah. like they're they're a pound. They're weighted. They're, they're really weighted. nice leather. Guess what else he has? A lot of other leather. A lot of other leather. You're waiting for it. Yep, me too. I'll give it to you. In and out of the bedroom. Makes the best <laughs> leather out there. I'm telling you. Duck straps, coasters. You know. He has the best stuff on his website. So go check it out. Also, really nice sweatshirts as well. I think I'm going to run out there this weekend. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right, I'm going to hit you up. Yeah. I'm coming. Yeah. Were you going to go? You gonna stay? I don't know. You going to stay? You know what I did that when I was there, pheasant hunting. Now was it I, pretty good? No, but well, now now that I lost some weight, pheasant hunting's a lot more fun. Really? Yeah. yeah. You get a little winded before? Yeah. Yeah. Very winded. He doesn't like it either. Pheasant hunting's fun now. Did you shoot any? Uh, I missed one at about fifty yards. Oh, it was it was a far shot. Well, I was walking this little creek at our farm. Yeah. And uh, it's like six inches of water. And a hen popped up, and then a teal popped up at the same time. And I was so thrown off because I wanted to shoot the teal, but I had a lead shot, so I probably shouldn't. Yeah. And then because of that, and the rooster got up 50 yards out and too far of a shot. But Yeah. I've, I've never said I dislike pheasant hunting. I just haven't really pheasant hunted all that much. Mm-hmm. Watching my – I went with my buddy that afternoon, and he's got uh, – it's like a really small lab, like probably 50-ish, 60-ish pounds. And it can't see over the grass, so it hops like a kangaroo yeah. everywhere. It is awesome to watch. 
I've seen that a lot. Horrible pheasant hunter, but very fun to watch. Mm-hmm. But, Horrible dog for pheasant hunting? Yeah. Good what dog. Kind of dog. It's a lab, but it hasn't been mm. trained at all. So it just runs around and sure. flushes them. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah. You know, start yeah. doing it more, I think, especially if I get a dog. And, How oh, late yeah. can you shoot a pheasant in Minnesota? January 1st, I believe. Or that yeah, weekend. It's it's open for like three to four days longer than goose okay. in Minnesota. Nice. So that's like the only time I ever pheasant hunt. Yeah. Is when I was going to say you usually are really late when you're going out. Yeah. It's just like once or twice. You know, Riley is so bad at field hunting that I don't take her hunting in the field as much. And then she's getting like really whiny. And so I want to get her out a couple more times before the year's done. And then also pheasant hunting without a dog is unbearable. Mm-hmm. So, I can't even remember the last time that you hunted a field with Riley. Uh, oh wait, North Dakota. First day. Mm-hmm. I should <laughs> really. You don't remember that? I don't remember Riley. Oh yeah, I do remember Riley. Now. Yeah. Unless yeah. unless you're running like ten guys, I don't think a dog in the field is. Very no worth it. You don't need one. No. Water really very very helpful. Oh my god, unreal. I just don't think I could do it again. I did. I it. mean, we did it in Canada. That sucked. Yeah, yeah. yeah you guys sucked. were dying getting those birds. Well, bro, that was not great. <laughs> <laughs> those birds, those birds would get to the water, and they were there was so much wind, they were gone fast, dude. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, we were cooking it through that. Yeah, I got to the point where I'm like, well, if I trip, I trip. Because that's how fast you had to move. For sure. You can't worry about lifting your leg all the way up and then over. <laughs> Toast. Yeah. yeah, man. And the thing was, too, by the time you could even get to the bird, you were, like, at very top of your waders almost. That shit was shallow as hell. No, there was that one mallard I went and got the first time when we let it sit. It was deep? Yeah, well, for sure. Really? It was. I was like, I think so. I think I was like this far from the top of my waders. I was like halfway out to that island out there. Yeah, wasn't that even section up to my was knee. Pretty, pretty shallow. Yeah, it wasn't even up to my knee. Yeah. Um, anyway. When was the last time you went in over your waders? Last year. When? It wasn't bad. We just had a little come over the top? Yeah. Where? I think Indy. Really? Yeah. It was like a big wave. Joey, I'm going to kill you. Sorry. It was like a big wave, and then I was like at the top, and then I kind of like, and then stepped a little deep, went, and I didn't get like a lot in though. Mm. Maybe an inch of water in the boots. Yeah, because I don't don't remember you ever going in over your waders. I've never done like the sploosh. Really bad. I (laughs) fell on opener one time. On opener? It was warm? Yeah. Okay. But yeah, I've never, I've never done like a late season cold like, plunge. Oh, yeah, I've never gone like over my head or something. Yeah, maybe one of these days we can go out and make a video of what happens if you go under your waders. Have you two flood your waders? There you go. It's very cold it's water. So scary. I hate that, that feeling. Would suck. Yeah, it sounds like that video would suck to make. Yeah, but it'd be a good video. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've done it so many times. I'm not doing it again. Joey you, almost you do does it. it like it's fun. <laughs> Joey does it like once a year. He's like, oh, I'm the one shit. putting in the fucking work, dude. Okay. I'm putting in All the work. Right. Okay. Tell me I don't. 
Yeah, I just know when to not step over my waiters, you know? I'm like, oh, whoa, I'm getting close to the edge oh, of my waiters. Well, Maybe I don't keep going further. <laughs> Joe can do that. Joe can go do that. No, I just think <laughs> in my head, I'll get a boat, and Joey thinks, uh, I'll just go another step. Yeah. That's don't act difference. like it's your your wit that keeps you from going in over your waiters versus what else the is work it? ethic. Okay. <laughs> no, you're just trying to claim the work ethic because that's how you always go in. Because you think, oh, just one more step. I'm mm. on my way back to get the boat. Joey takes the one more step. Mm-mm. Yeah. So not true. Oh my gosh. So not right. true. Well, that is upsetting. But, you know, that's okay. We all have our strengths, you know? Mine is a strong work ethic. And Great. yours is, I better let Joe do that. And that's a good quality to have, dude. And I wish I had it. Right on, man. I'm jealous. <laughs> yeah. Jealous. <laughs> You'll have to work on that then. I know. I know. I'm just going to say Joe can go do that. Later, Joe. Hey, guys. This podcast is also brought to you by First Light. Uh, First Light has a ton of great waterfall products on their website. Um, They've got a pair of pants that I would highly recommend. They're the rugged wool pants. They're merino wool. And I think they are just as warm as some of the other pants that are out there for underweighter stuff, but they're not even close to as bulky. So I would definitely check them out. Go to firstlight.com. You're going to love them. They're like sweatpants. They're very comfy. So uh, we have a new video that's going to be coming out. It is about the pontoon that Joe and I put together, and it's pretty sweet. It's not a lot of action in it in the sense that, you know, we didn't have a great day of hunting. That's a good way to promote the video. Um, (laughs) It's a great debut. Guys, it's very we fun. did an MTV Cribs video on go. the pontoon blind, the spoon tune. And we killed a bird at 55 yards. It's unbelievable. Joey killed a bird at 55 yards. True. We could have assumed that. Okay. <laughs> I don't I don't I'm not gonna wire shoot birds at 55 yards, but that's dude, fine. I'm getting scrappy. I, I I'm scrappy I with that. it. That's fine. You know? Right. But no, it's gonna be on our YouTube channel by the time you hear this. Yep. Right? Yep. Day and before. So, Go check it out, MTV T- MTV TV um, cribs of the spoontune.com. and uh, <laughs> she lit. She very cool. What are you laughing about, Carter? MTV TV cribs of the spoontune.com. Yeah, who hosted that show? Is. That's what the name of the video yeah. is going to be too. Okay, Good. pimp my ride was exhibit. Who did MTV cribs? There was no host. There was no host. No, it was just a guy with a camera. Nobody from MTV spoke. There was no host. It was just a person showing them around their house. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it'd be like Nick Cannon. He'd be like, yo, man, welcome to my crib. Come on in. And See then, my 13 kids. That Nick Cannon? Yeah. With or, 12 mothers. Yeah, that was just a, an example. Dude. There was a bunch of guys. That's crazy that he has that many kids. Yeah, remember when they had MTV Cribs on um, Chris Pontius? And he lived in, like, the most normal fucking house you've ever seen. <laughs> it was so awesome. They were like, it was MTV Cribs, Chris Pontius from Jackass. Oh, that Chris Pontius. Yeah, Chris Pontius from Jackass. And it was just, like, a regular house. <laughs> it was so cool. It was hilarious. They did a full episode, though. They did, like, 25 minutes on Chris Pontius's just fucking $300,000 house. Oh, my God. It was so funny. Dude, have you heard the controversy over uh, Pimp My Ride? No. Carter? Nope. You never saw the show? I know about it, but I never watched it. So you remember the show. It's a bunch of people that just take their shitty car 
and they get like a PlayStation in, installed. You know, yeah, and they put like know, rims on it and all this. And there's like a bunch of interviews of the people who got their stuff done. Yeah. And they all got screwed by the show. So they would go in there and they would put in like a DVD player and they'd put in like a huge surround sound and the, the stuff that people were signing. What they signed is that we'll put it in there for publicity for the show, but we'd get it all back. And so when they took the stuff back, they just trashed their cars. Like they just removed the DVD and it was just like an open spot where the DVD player used to be. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, they take the like the really nice rims off the car and take yeah. out the leveling kit and not install the old one. It's unreal. Like, so they had to spend like so much money to get their car back to normal or just get a new car. Here's my question: Why would you even agree to that in the first place? I'm guessing Why would it was you in ever the fine be like, print. yeah, borrow my car <laughs> because I'm gonna get it back and then all the shit you just put in it's out of it. Can you imagine? that? Why though? would you ever do you that? You think you like you just won like this huge prize, and then all of a sudden it's like, wait, my car is actually worse than it was before. Now, you pieces of shit! <laughs> I would be so angry. That's that seems so far fetched and insane. Because it's like that show had a huge budget. They're paying exhibit. Like they really couldn't just go buy that 1998 van they pimped. Mm-mm. Why? <laughs> we, you know, we would have all watched it. I don't care. The guy that was the owner of the van was not in the fucking show it would be like brian brian called us out here and you'd be like exhibit you know give us your best exhibit <laughs> yeah my man brian i can't do it <laughs> <laughs> it's like uh it's almost like dmx but not quite there it's like my man brian called us out here we was gonna put we got some rims getting on this van of his man brian what you got for us dog and then he would like walk through it <laughs> And then it was just a fucking piece of shit van. Right. And then you don't see Brian again till he gets the car back. Mm-hmm. So, like, we could have had the whole show and he could have been like, man, we found this, found this 98 minivan in the parking lot, man. We're going to buy it for four grand and then flip it. <laughs> and we would have all the watched crazy, it. The craziest thing is they would be like, yeah, so Brian, big dog van. So we made the whole inside of his car look like a golden doodle. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And then we took it all out, bro. After we it have was a done. pet washing station in the trunk because he works with dogs. <laughs> like, nobody wants that. Nobody wants that. Nobody wants that shit, dude. For publicity, though, dude. So funny. Mm-hmm. Just a chop shop guy is just like, yeah, I'll do that. Stupid, but I'll do it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's man. It's amazing. It's crazy. That... That place, wasn't that West Coast Customs that did that? Pit My Ride? No idea. I'm pretty sure. I'll tell you what. If it is, they did pretty well off that. Pit My Ride really elevated that company's uh, list of clientele. Because I know since then they've done tons of cars for like Travis Scott and Justin Bieber and a bunch of people. Yep, that was the show. West Coast or Customs. was the shop, yep. Yeah. Damn, dude. If that was their first TV show, that shit really worked. They were they were flipping them cars. They were doing them golden doodle vans that nobody <laughs> wanted. And uh, they parlayed that into doing Justin Bieber's Bugattis. So I'd say that turned out just fine. <coughs> like what I did there, Carter, I brought in a gambling reference for you. Yeah. I'm checking now. It's bad at halftime. Really? Time. Really? Damn, yeah. All that wedding money gone. Yeah. Well. Not all of it. Sorry, Maddie. 
She's listening. We're hey. trying to tell him not to gamble his right. money away, but hey. he's like, you know what? Wedding, schmetting. I'm going to hit one of these and then nicer wedding. Oh, is that what you're going to spend the money on? Yep. Better wedding. Yep. Or a live scope. Yep. Carter. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. To all. Nice. You better hit a big one, huh? Yeah. <laughs> big one. I was trying to think of where I got and the- $5 parlays <laughs> better go far, baby. I was trying to think of where I got the golden doodle van from. You know what it's from? Liar, liar. Or um, Dumb, Dumb and Dumber. Dumber. Mm-hmm. 100%. For sure. That's like immediately what popped into my head. Can you imagine how bad that car smells? Oh, yes, I can. So bad. Oh, Never yeah. seen it? Mm-mm. Sick. I rode in a car with Riley a couple weeks ago, so... If I had like ten of those, I'm starting to imagine what the what the vehicle could smell like. Yeah, there's something about um, dead animals that dogs just love to roll in, and I just leave her outside 99 percent of the time, so I don't really have to smell it. Sure, she doesn't ride in my vehicle unless we're going hunting, right? And then she gets wet. And- I'm just imagining in my head Hank's coming with us. Mm-hmm. Right, so I'm just hoping. On, like, the 16-hour drives, Hank doesn't smell like it. Yeah. Yeah, me too. But he's... Well... He's malleable. Don't You can hope get it. him to sit still. Right. I have like to, I have to hope it, but you have to shower. Yeah, but if he, if he smells like swamp, so be it. If he smells like dead things, get in the shower. <sighs> swamp, huh? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I prefer not. I mean, yeah, you... Obviously, you want a clean-smelling dog at all times. Not the reality, though. I know. You know it's just mean? like, do they get a bath before they do the 16-hour road drives? Depends on how cold it is outside, I guess. <laughs> you know, I'm not Asher Tolliver and own a dog-washing store, you know? You should. But I don't. And you know what? I'm okay with that. Right. Okay. Dog-washing stations, dude. Yeah. Wild. I was looking at a house the other day and had a dog-washing station in their garage. And I'm like, I'll have one. That's sick. Yeah, 100%. Andy and, I, Andy and I talked about it. It's like such an easy thing to put in the garage. If you have water in the garage, it, especially if you already have it in the garage, so fucking easy. Mm-hmm. You know, you need to just put in like one of those little knee high. You seen those little <laughs> knee high tubs? Mm-hmm. The inserts? Yeah, that's what everybody does. Like that we've done if a custom home wants one or something. Just get like a knee high tub. Just put it right next to that wash tub that you do your hands in the garage. Easy. Pretty easy to stub out for plumbing for that, too, if you already have water there. Yeah. Super yeah. smart. I like that idea. Guys, I also want to talk to you here on this podcast about sound gear. They've been protecting our hearing for four to five years, six years, ten years, <coughs> 25 years. It's unbelievable. And I can actually hear Carter going <laughs> into the right. mic, right. and that's a godsend, you know, because I want to hear that. Right. And thank you, Sound Gear, for allowing me to hear that. Let me tell you about our discount code. It's MWF125, all caps. That one works. And it works. And you get 125 bucks off of InstaFits. Otherwise, there's a number below on the video podcast where you can get 200 bucks off of Phantoms. Call the number. Get yourself some hearing protection. Save your ears, dude. Don't be like my dad at 66 going, hmm? what, what? And then you have to repeat yourself 79 times. Unacceptable. Use our code. Well, we've only got a few days left of season. So, Joey, I know you might head west. Carter, I think you're heading west. I don't know. I'm feeling very, very tempted. If I come out there, am I going to be able to hunt with you guys? Absolutely not. Okay. I'm probably going to stay back then. 
that's a kind of big factor in terms of what if I come or not. You know, what Cal I mean? just comes all the way out there. He has to sit. In the <laughs> yeah, hotel. exactly. I come out. Nobody answers the phone. Cal just he has just to sit in the hotel. Home. Yeah. Hey guys, I found some yeah. birds. Who cares? Perfect. Hunt by yourself. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be ideal. Oh shit. Yeah. That no, sounds great. No, like we were saying, I'm pretty sure we said on the last podcast. I'm I'm actually pretty excited to target some geese. Now, yeah. like duck is going to be closed. Yeah. Because we're just starting to get geese now. I know we've seen a lot more geese lately, yep. and December is my favorite time to hunt them. It's fun. It is fun, but we need snow. We do need. We that. need snow to hunt late season we just geese. Need some colder weather. Colder weather. Some snow. I was down in Fairbow tonight. I came straight here from there, and I saw a thousand geese in town. Easy. In yeah. like six different retention ponds. Yeah. They were just maple leafing into this thing right off the road. I'm like, <sighs> God. And they were just butts up in the pond all over the place. I'm like, damn. Fairbow is way too far, though. Yeah. Way too far. I'm out. That's Hunter Dillon territory. I know. You you stay down there. I was going to text him, and then I forgot. Like, dude, yeah. you better be goose hunting in the I morning. think I have to meet him tomorrow. I wish I would have known you were going to Fairbow today. Oh, shit. <laughs> I've got his waiters. Oh, you have his waiters? He left them in my truck when we went to opener. Yeah. And he's in back, apparently. Yeah. Yeah. So, but anyway. All right. Well, hey, guys. Thanks for listening. We appreciate it. Everybody, keep hunting. Good luck out there. Stay safe. Have some fun. Hey, Check out our other channels. Know. See you guys soon. Leave us a damn review. Yeah. Fuck. 667 for forever. We're trying to do a giveaway at 1,000. Come on, guys. Probably shout it out at the beginning if you want more reviews. Yeah, True. you're probably right. You're probably right. <laughs> True. But, you know, what do you do? Fuck them. Thanks for Fuck listening, em. guys. Hey, feed them fish heads. One more thing.